I love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I am the Green Traveler. Ooh, that excited my dog. <laughs> Zelda's singing too. That's how bad my singing is. It gets all the dogs to start howling. <laughs> I am uh, the Faceless Leon, believe it or not. And this is a podcast about movies and TV called Green and Faceless on the Couch. Welcome back to the Disney Playlist. Hello. Hooray. Hooray. We're here. Bonjour. Bonjour. Hello. Uh, there was, that was, you know, actually, spe- speaking immediately of French Lumiere, um, his best friend Cogsworth, I never knew this, it's David Ogden Steers, the guy from MASH that we, we talked about him before, it's Charles Emerson Winchester III. Okay. Never knew it. <laughs> I watch, we watched so much MASH as a, as kids, like me and my brother, like constantly watched this show. And we watched, or at least I watched Beauty and the Beast a fucking lot. Because oh, yeah. I love this movie. It's a good movie. Never knew it was the same person. That's Never. That's hilarious. But it is hilarious. Oh, he's also the narrator. Oh, really? Yeah. What a surprise. It doesn't say that in the, in the Wikipedias. Well, it does on the IMDb. Dibidis. Dibidis. Yeah. Dibidis. So, you also know, you know, Mrs. Potts is played by Angela Lansbury. And for some reason, right. I always thought it was Julie Andrews. Well, that's because you're silly. That's because I'm silly. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I, I couldn't have told you who was who. I only knew... Um, Robbie Benson. That was yeah. It. I, I didn't even know Pedro. I think Hera I knew that Bell. more because we're doing of this. where we've... we went to school. Somebody can <laughs> work that out. Um, <laughs> I think we probably already mentioned it too, but whatever. I don't know yeah. what we keep secret anymore. I know, man. It's really our whole lives is weird now. Like <laughs> this whole government conspiracy shit. All the NDAs we've had to sign. I know. It's weird. Yeah, sorry of, we've been away for a while, guys. Uh, yeah. Our schedule's really rough. Yeah. I got kidnapped by the government again. You were busy. I was working. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and and then I was like, oh, you know, I probably should do an announcement about the show. And I did. And then I was like, you know what's strange? The Green Traveler hasn't contacted me and been like, you want to record? And usually, you know, you're more on yeah. top of it than I am. And I'm like, yeah. oh, Maybe there's something wrong. So after I finished my run of the Nutcracker, which went okay, it went pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's nice. <laughs> I, I was getting my nuts cracked, let yeah. me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I found out where they were keeping you. Uh, it it yeah. is close to where we live. I'm not going to name names. And you sent Liam Neeson to save me. I did send Liam Neeson. He s- said... Yes, you can use my particular set of skills. He's much more Irish in person. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and oddly enough, when he showed up, he was acting like somebody else. He was acting like David Harbour. Oh, Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but he like he showed up and he was acting like him. And he and said, like, "Ho, ho, like, ho!" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He did. He was a violent night. That's what he was. <laughs> We're doing this so awfully, but you know, speaking of Violet Night, if you are interested 
and hearing my opinions on the new movie Violent Night starring David Harbour, uh, you should head on down to patreon.com slash green and faceless and sign up to be a $5 tier patron or or above. Yeah. And you'll have access to our, our exclusive bangers and hash. Yes, like buying is, a friend a cup of yeah. coffee once a month, and then you get to hear them yeah. talk about movies and TV. Exactly. Yeah. It's nice. And we share the coffee, too. You That's and me, right. we put straws in it. It's very yeah. Lady in the Tramp style. That's right. And also, oh. Zelda. I'm not happy with me cheating on you. <laughs> she's, she's like, like you gotta do the lady in the tramp shit with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I, I was about to get us back on track for Beauty and the Beast, but before we move on, bangers and hash, uh, because we've been away for a while, we have decided we're going to share, uh, our next episode of Bangers and Hash That's true. to to the public as well, so <gasps> you can guys can get a little bit of a taste on yeah, that. and uh, hopefully you like it and you know what check it out to, to sell it even better because I know I know Violent Night isn't the drawing point of the episode the uh, drawing point I mean you you'll be bringing TV shows I'll be bringing movies yeah and the big movie that I'm going to be talking about that I'm sure all you want to hear about is Black Panther Wakanda Forever Oh fuck yeah Yeah Oh yeah Yeah Oh yeah Um well um I have talked about The Crown before but I can update on the new season it's a new cast too Oh shit and yeah, also boy. uh I watched The Vow if you want to hear what that's about, you can come check the it out. The vowel? The vow. Like V O W. A E I O U. I do. You do? I do too. Vow, gotcha. Yeah. I understand. So, Beauty and the Beast. It is a movie. Isn't that what it we're is here a for? song. It is a, a very old story. Oh, you know what? I always talk about the original story. I didn't even pull that up. I know that very it's very old French, story. Would you say it's a tale obviously. as old as time? It's a tale as old as however old this French tale is. Time. Um, it, but I would say that you know the the princess and the frog kind of almost fits the same. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Story structure. It's a, <laughs> except for you know he's not like abusive. You know, I heard a yeah. I heard a joke recently, and it made me wonder about the princess and the frog, and be like, "Yeah, why the fuck doesn't she?" And the joke basically ends with you know the princess keeping the frog because it's a fucking talking frog, and she's just like, "No, I'm not gonna kiss you. You're a fucking talking frog. That's money right there." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, why? Why would you kiss him? One like the I mean, a gorgeous man is one thing. That's nice and all, but like, you got a talking frog. You got a talking frog." <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, so I just looked up the Wikipedia for the Beauty and the Beast, the original. My dog's going crazy now, too, so something's going on. It's a dog-filled episode! Um, uh, well, you know, uh, you know, they know we're talking about this vicious prince. Um, they're like, the beast looked like a dog, almost. <laughs> so there's this, uh, uh, print, uh, of an etching, uh, for Beauty and the Beast, where beauty, I don't know if they're called Belle in that, uh, she is releasing... Uh, la Belle la Bette. What? La Belle la Bette. 
So yeah, La Belle. La Belle, thank you. Um, I'm, I I can't speak French at all, so I'm probably saying all of that incorrectly. But that's what it that's what it translates. The French is, looks like La Belle et La Bête. It's probably it's just, incorrect pronunciation. You can all attack me. I'm I sorry. Think, I don't speak you know, French. You got it. Okay. It's probably more phlegm in there. La Belle, uh, she is helping La Prince. It'd be Lay Prince, but it's not Prince. She's helping the guy out of the beast as if it's a costume, but you know, she's ripping the skin off of him. So there's a different. Oh my God, yeah. So there's a second head, like just sitting right next. The beast head sitting next to this like Jesus. gorgeous prince guy, uh, and it's it you know it's beautiful but also brutal. And I yeah, find I didn't, that I didn't even notice. I'm looking at the same image as you, and I didn't even see that. That's just <laughs> it's fucking nasty. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, yeah, the I like the big light change that they do at the end of this movie. Uh, I guess we didn't talk synopsize the movie at all. That's so, okay. We'll get. We'll do that after you. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, in this original story, uh, I I don't have time to really read this, uh, but I I know that it is from a long time ago. <laughs> it says here it was published in 1740 <laughs> 1740 so it's not as old as some of the stories that we have uh talked about in the disney playlist uh but it, it it's there and his name is prince and fun Adam. fact it and they don't say fun that fact it is also a, a female french novelist gabrielle suzanne barbot de villeneuve Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Gabrielle Suzanne Barbeau de Villeneuve. I, I always forget how to say Denis Villeneuve's, the director's name. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't even know how to pronounce it right now, but I'm like looking at it and having like a momentary just like, how do you say that again? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> so I, I don't know how true... Uh, the story is to i mean the movie is to the story rather but uh, i it it follows much the same where a woman has to fall in love with this beastie guy to break the curse on him Uh, right yeah yeah he was he was very rude to a a a witch-like lady Mm -hmm. And she she cursed him. She was just like, how dare you treat me so meanly? Uh, you will look like a beast and act like a beast and, and be a beast. Right. And, unless somebody can fall in love with you. That's it's beautiful. True. And I, beautiful you know, I, I really wish that I had looked this up before as I usually do, but I didn't. Now let's talk about Beauty and the Beast, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, should I synopsize it? I know this movie very, very well. Uh, right. I, I did play. I did play the Beast on stage in our high school musical yes. production of the Broadway production. So there's uh, a couple of songs added in there for the Beast that I don't remember at all. And I, but I know. And all the I attended the, the film that. school that the voice of the beast taught at, but I was never taught by him. I did meet, I did audition for Robbie Benson once. Um, That's right. And that's kind of, he said, everybody gets a role. And then he never contacted me. 
<laughs> Lion bastard. No, there, I've heard a lot of funny stories too. Like I'm not gonna go into them here right. on this on this platform. Not unless people tune in, get us up to about a thousand views, and I'll give all the dirty details I've ever oh, heard. Robbie, about Robbie Benson, Benson, why we talk about uh, ice castles or whatever it is. <laughs> 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 oh my god my mom would love that she would love it that's one of her favorite movies mm. oh man <laughs> but yeah like it's 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 kind of funny that he came to iu and and taught here because it's like you know i was just like i i think i remember calling my mom up and i was like the voice of the beast is coming here and she's like who and i was like robbie benson and she's like oh, ice castle ice castle <laughs> <laughs> and i was like what the fuck <laughs> Why do you know him for that and not Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, but he does a great job as the Beast to, to oh, bring definitely. it back because, you know, he really does, his voice really does sound very ominous. And then at the same time, you can hear like, you know, a soft and kind undertone. Like mm-hmm. there is like a growl on top. But at the same time, if you were to like listen to him, you're like, Oh no, he's he's gentle. He's a little yeah, teddy bear. It's very good voice work. Um yeah. but he, here's how the story goes. Uh oh, yeah, yeah. Maurice uh is an inventor, father of Bell as well. He's played by Rex Ever uh Everhart, and he finally makes an invention that works and he's gonna take it to the fair. But gets lost. And he ends oh. up at the castle of Prince Adam. Never named dropped in the show, but it is Prince Adam. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. Okay, I didn't. I was gonna say I was like I didn't know he had a fight with <laughs> beast. I'm pretty sure in the story his name is Adam. I recall that. I I, I don't remember what it's about, like all the differences and stuff. But I read the Beauty and the Beast at one point. <laughs> I just it, I was like 12, so I don't remember. Maurice finds the castle. Uh, he goes in is be and the servants there uh, are everyday objects, but personified, which include uh, Lumiere played by Jerry Orbach, and um, uh, Cogsworth, who we've already talked about, and yeah. they invite him. Lumiere's in. a, a Lumiere's a candlestick. Right. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has the ability to just like inflame himself, which yep. is kind of hilarious. Yes, and this the movie constantly kind of makes it seem like it's a little erotic, like, just you know, a little bit. He's kind yeah. of a naughty candle. Uh, I love him. Yeah, I love him a lot. Yes, and Cogsworth is just a mini little clock. Yes, he is. He's a little uh, mantle clock, and uh, he has a pendulum and everything. And the first thing and that Maurice does, in fact, is like open him up and start messing with this pendulum. He's like, "Sir!" <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny too when I saw David Ogden Steers' uh, name pop up, and I was like, "Wait, who did he play?" Mm-hmm. And it's all those Cogsworth. Once he came on, and I was just like, "How did I not know?" Like it, <laughs> it's so clearly him. Oh, it was so it was so weird. It was just like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Just a fact, it, a fact that somehow slipped past kid me who loved Mash. Like, but now you're here and you know, and now you can appreciate this movie more. Uh, anyways, indeed. they're sh- showing him a good time, but uh, their master, the Beast, who has been cursed, as we said, to uh, 
I don't know, be a minotaur? I don't Hold know on. what the fuck he is. I, I looked up I looked it up. They uh the animators the anime this is coming straight from the Wikipedias. Oh. The animators drew him with the head structure and horns of an American bison, the arms and body of a bear, the eyebrows of a gorilla, the teeth and mane of a lion, the tusks of a wild boar, and the legs and tail of a wolf. Bum. It's Bum. Man Bear Pig! <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, he, uh, yeah, he gets all mad and huffy, and like that's the first time you see him, and he's real mean, and he throws him in the dungeon or the tower. Uh, no, he throws yeah. him in the tower. It's very different, but the same. And it's pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he then, uh, Bell, rather, uh, after. Um, My favorite Disney princess. Yes, that's fair. That's fair. It's a fair uh, assessment. She is a strong character in the way that she... For the longest time. Hmm? For the longest sorry. time. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Uh, anyhow, I, she I was interrupting. rejects... <laughs> she rejects Gaston, uh, who's played by Richard White. And she, by the way, is played by Paige O'Hara. And um, so he is like this big macho hunter guy and has to have Belle just because she's not interested in him. Um, and she is a, a bookworm. And really, I was talking to my yeah. wife about this and it's like, what does Belle do? It seems that she just reads in this small little community where everybody's doing their part. She right. just reads. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I mean, I feel like not everybody really does their part. Like most of the, the, I mean, it's kind of like an older, older civilization. Most of the women you see are doing household chores, which means sure. they're pretty much married and, and right. like in charge of the house. And she's more of a spinster. She's not really married or doing anything. You know, no, she just gets she to just read and reads. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's and the it, life. And it Literally. seems to me like uh, uh, Maurice is struggling, like financially, and she just reads. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean. <laughs> but he's happy, you know? He loves he her. Happy. She loves him. And he Life's wants good. Her, he wants her to be herself, and I do appreciate it. I think they have a great relationship. It's just something I noticed yeah. on this watch is that she... I know, no, you're, you're totally right. You're totally right. I just don't... I, I refuse to see that because Bella's, Bella's my ideal. Like, uh, like what I was going to say was, was for for most of my life, for a long time, I just thought I had a crush on Belle. That I just liked Belle. But now, now that I'm non-binary and, and learning more about myself and all that stuff, I'm realizing that it was more like I just wanted to be Belle. Um, I just wanted to just read, to just yeah. have a kind heart and just walk through the fucking day being like, this is nice. Yeah. I love life. I can read. I love all this, like all everything that's going on. I just wanted to be that. <laughs> and it's like, I fucking love Belle, man. And I also really love romances. So this is like this is easily right up my alley where I was this just like, really I want this. I want. I just want to find the right woman who's going to kidnap me, throw me in her castle, and then through the Stockholm syndrome, we can fall in love. <laughs> yeah, nice. I say it's a really good romance, but it's also uh, very problematic. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like I understand people's complaints about this because once because 
as you mentioned, she she spurns Gaston, yeah. and then she goes to find her lost father. And she comes across the yeah. the castle. She meets all the 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 guests and everything. All the the guests, Jesus, all the um servants. the workers, the servants. Thank you. And eventually, she you know finds that her father's there, and makes the worst deal uh, ever. Uh, actually, not the worst deal. Ariel had a worse deal. Let's be honest. <laughs> but she makes another bad Disney princess deal, which is. Yeah. Let my old, decrepit, almost-gonna-die father go free, yeah. and you can lock me up instead with, you know, all of my life ahead of me and everything. Right. And it's just like, you know, it she is, was a favorite father. I will really say, cute. like, yeah, it's not, it, it's not a, a good deal for her, but at the very least, to compare it to Ariel, is a selfless yeah. deal. Like, <laughs> That's she, true. <laughs> That's true. Like uh, Ariel is just a mad teenager. That is, yeah, that's it. She's just she's just rebellion, man. It's ridiculous. And to give to give uh, uh, Daddy credit, what's his name again? Maurice. To give Maurice yeah. credit, he's he, he does be like he, he does actually say, you know, yeah. he's just like, so like no, well, you've had your you whole life. Don't do this. <laughs> he's like, I'm old. I'm gonna die. Like, don't make this deal. And then you know, the beast, the beast is just like, deal. I'll take the hot woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> uh, he does, and, and like, then uh, offer her an actual room. Offer, I say. <laughs> uh, but he does bring her to the room and i i did laugh a lot at that part because she was like it's so good wait what i thought i would stay here and he's like do do you want to stay in the tower <laughs> he's like you can <laughs> i mean that's weird i'll but... leave you here <laughs> oh my god and like uh, what i was i remembered what i was uh before we had to like finish up wrapping that plot was like i understand people's complaints about the 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 stockholm syndrome of it you know because eventually now that she's locked up with the beast they do start to you know recognize uh similarities they start to see each other for who they really are and then they eventually fall in love and and like people are just like this is ridiculous it takes place over the course of like you know a season or if that and I don't remember how long she's trapped there. Well, it does, but... like, I, I I always felt like it seemed like a long time and that a, a season does pass. But I think it might all take place in the fall. And it's just a yeah. cold place because it was, uh, it started to snow when Maurice got lost. Right. And then, you know, it snows a lot while they're um, getting to know each other. But then it's kind of warm again. When they come back. So it could take over the course of a winter or it is just a just couple like days. Two weeks. In, yeah. <laughs> two weeks in a Midwestern autumn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the climate's like uh, in France. But I mean, like, I get it. I get that it, it is annoying when movies do this, when like when a romance brews so quickly and it's like, you're the one. But I mean, like, I, I love those kind of stories, and and I feel like I feel like Beauty and the Beast gives it a lot of credit because you do see, I mean, they both are like at odds at the very beginning, yeah. But through books, through walking about the castle and talking, through having a snow fight, like, there's all these like beautiful little moments that slowly open them both up to each right. other, and make them think that this could be possible. And it's like I I really 
I don't know, because he's not he's not Gaston. You know, the Beast is oh, kinder. God. Yeah, he, is he has kind. he has intelligence. Well, he he has an anger issue, and he's arrogant, and right. uh, all all these things that you might find in a spoiled royalty person. Um, but right. yeah. under it, he does have an intelligence and a want to be loved where gaston just wants to be adored uh, yeah exactly yeah and it's like it's i really love it it's like that's it's so nice it's it's it it all leads up to that ballroom scene and that ballroom yeah. scene is phenomenal. This time. <laughs> it's beautiful i i love it man i love that song yeah. i love the animation like i think that's probably the best animated scene disney's ever put it's out it's pretty good like it's I'll really fucking good. It's very it's magical. And like and I don't know, like it it's kind of it's really funny watching this beast mm-hmm. dance with, you know, Belle, the the beauty, and it's just it's so funny because it's like it just seems fine. You know, it doesn't seem weird. It doesn't seem off putting. Like you just like looking at it, you're like, Yeah, that's right. They're happy, they're smiling. You know, it's like he's a beast, but he's smiling. He's like Hagrid now. You know, he's just not. He's he's just he's just a, he's just a lovable thing. Oh, I know. Coltrane. I brought in the sadness. <laughs> you know, rest in peace, Robbie Coltrane. Uh, also, Christy Alley died too. Oh man, that. I know. And Christine McVeigh. Oh McVie. yeah, that's right. That was last week, wasn't it? Yeah, we're having another. What? What was that? Uh, was, was it twenty sixteen? Where all I the? No, it was uh, everyone. Yeah, it's just rough, man. Well, <sighs> oh, I saw lightning. I outside. guess people die all There's the time. A storm coming. Yeah, we got it over here too. Oh my god! Uh, speaking of storming. There's a lot of storming going on in this show. Every time there's a dramatic scene outside, it is storming, and that might be part Symbolism. of the curse on Beast's castle. Uh, <laughs> and, and speaking of the curse, like there's this rose that he's got a time limit on it, and uh, right. <laughs> if That's the right. rose loses all its petals before he gets somebody to fall in love with him, uh, then he's that way forever. Uh, which you know, I think a good message could have been like it doesn't matter, like in Shrek, you know, that right. that that he's this way. Like he, he, he I mean, honestly, he's stronger. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean, it really is. And and you know, it is there is the argument to be had that I mean, that's another thing that's kind of annoying is it's the convenient like when the true love happens is right on the last pedal. Yeah. Like that's a little, that's a little convenient. So it's like, that's another kind of like plot annoyance, I guess, if you really want to be a nitpick about it. If you really want to be a nitpick about it, because it's, it is, it's, it is also very artfully done in this animated movie, you know, all happening at the same time is very dramatic. It's, it's obviously Mm. convenient, but it is very dramatic and, and pulls at the heartstrings like, Oh, yeah. He died, and and the pedal fell at the same time. I know. Uh, I was just like, I literally, when spoilers. that happened, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, when I was a kid, of course. Right. Like, yeah. now that I've seen it a thousand times, I was like, here it comes. Oh, my God. Oh don't my cry. God. Like, 
Oh, it's about to be beautiful. <laughs> I did think uh, while I was watching it this time, I had a funny thought, which was imagine the trauma after the fact, post post uh, a curse being lifted and everything, when, when Belle and, and Beast are happy, or Adam are happy forever after. Uh, and, and like, you know, cut forward like five years. They're all just like living in the mansion. They're all like the servants and everybody's <laughs> in the living room and somebody drops a cup. And then everybody starts crying because it's just like, oh, no, Chip. Chip. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, I'm a human now. What are you guys talking God, about? Don't worry about it. Oh, oh, good. Thank God. He's he's Bradley Pierce now. He's. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It would be so traumatizing, though. Just, like, imagine if, 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 it was, if that really happened in real life. Any time that a normal household object, like, breaks in any of these people's lives from here on out is going to be, like, a very traumatic event. <laughs> it's I just know. so crazy to think about. It's like, what, will we ever get over I this? remember when I was a wardrobe closet for ten years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> And then his uh, fucking servants dropped it down the stairs and broken pieces. It. <laughs> the life lost. Uh, well, should we do closing statements? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I think it's very obvious that I fucking love this movie. It's the first uh, first animation to be nominated for Best Movie at the Oscars. Wow. Uh, first to win the Golden Globe for Best Film, uh, Comedy, or Musical wow. category. Like, cool. uh, and, and totally worthy of those, of those honors because it's fucking good film. Yeah. I love it. The animation's brilliant. Four fucking stars. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Mm. Obviously there, I, I do think there are things about the story that are a little iffy, but I, I'm totally over. I'm super nostalgic for this film. I was in the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, it means a lot to me, this show. And the songs are just great. And they will always be yeah. in my head to be able to pull on. Not word perfect anymore, but it used to be. Um, I know, right? It really did used to be. Uh, I, I can't even get the tune in my head for the Beast songs because they don't exist on the movie. I, yeah. They're just not. There's one that's head. in the... Uh... There's one that's in the live action version. Yeah. Um, where Dan Stevens is but the beast. I don't know if it's, it's just, the Broadway song. I can't remember. I can't remember either, but it's just, it's so fucking beautiful. I remember just like, cause that movie was kind of just like iffy. Uh, no, it, that it was movie meh. was bad. It was bad. It's okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember it. I just remembered it being pretty much the exact fucking same. Uh, yeah. Like, no, except no changes for made kind whatsoever. of muddled computer animation and, yeah. uh, Emma couldn't can't sing. I'm sorry, Emma. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember that honestly. I can't. I can't remember anything about the singing except for Dan Stevens and that one song. That was one. Like I remember just being so bored in the movie theater. But then when that song happened, I was like, "Whoa, whoa, this man. is a good one." <laughs> well, I have to listen to it again. I was like, "Wow." I was too distracted by how much I hated the movie, and that's because that's this animated version. Is a face and a half movie. I love it. So, Hell yeah. Yeah, so you shouldn't fuck around with something perfect. Uh, no. My wife I mean, even likes all the sequels. Their... I don't remember them as well, but there's two yeah. of them, apparently. Oh my god. Jesus. Yeah. Did he get turned back into a beast? Uh, I think it's before the, the curse is lifted. So oh, it, well, it, in boring. the canon of the sequels, there is quite some time that Belle is there. Huh. 
So they did they did, they did the sequel prequel thing. Yeah, yeah, an in between. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe one of them is like I believe one of them they are like sitting in the living room and uh, as Bell and Adam and thinking back to when something happened, if I recall correctly. I could be totally wrong. I'm they probably talking about my went ass. The King's Quest route then. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever play those games? Text-based oh, games? Oh, oh I, love I remember somebody playing them around me. But Yeah, those are fun games. Yeah. They did that, though, where like, by the time you got to the fifth, fifth I can't remember all of them, and I'm going to get this so wrong, people are going to get mad, but like the fifth or sixth like King's Quest or whatever is just like old King thinking back to younger days. Nice. Like, I remember when I was young and went on adventures. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lovely. Well, I think we did a show. Yeah, it's been fun. I really love having y'all here. Uh, we're back at it. We've yeah, had our break. happy to be back. Um, yeah, government couldn't hold me for long. That's right. We, but I'm tracked. Got them. Yeah, they got a they got a tag on me now, so we can't really hide. Oh, just so you know. Just shit. Well, you know, all right. You know. uh, after we're done with this recording, we'll change locations and go again. But there's a tag on me, is what I'm saying. Like, I know. I'm saying. I'm saying to keep. We got to catch up on recordings. We're behind. Okay. I know, but like, are we just gonna keep on the run? Is we're, that what you're we're saying? Like, keep, we just keep. Yeah, we'll be. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we'll record tomorrow that after sucks. we drive for four uh, for twelve hours. But they're always gonna know where I'm at. Why bother running? Like, we got to remove the tag. We got to get it. Well, you it's think you think they're smart enough to like predict where we're going? Like you don't it's think literally they're like they took a us? they took a beeper thing and they shoved it up my butt uh, and then they implanted it and embedded it and it's it's in like a bug bowl. kind of thing. Yeah. That sucks. The government probed me. The government the probed you. Well, I, I don't mean like it. we should run it's at cruel. least My until we figure out that. how to get that out of there. So we'll update you guys the next time we're back. Uh safe travels. We got to get out of here. Good night. <laughs> Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.